This episode of MMA Notes is brought to you by Mattress Firm, our premier mattress provider. They provide 120 night sleep trials, so if your mattress is not perfect, they will pick it up and find you a new one. Save 10% off your order with code MMANUTS10. CrowdCow, the marketplace for high quality craft beef and meats from ranches around the world. Save $15 off your first box with code MMA15. Tire Buyer, buy tires online, get them shipped for free to a professional installer near you. Save 7% off 400 with code MMA7. Biner Form, top quality in-home exercise equipment for athletes around the world. Save 9% off with code MMANUTS. Restrictions Apply. Defense soap. Everyday soaps for everybody. Use code MMA Nuts to save 15% off your order. Hey fans, this is MMA Nuts, episode 519. 5199! My name's Ingo Weigold. Matt Griffith, MMA Show. Bye, my fans, for my fans. Walk the line between serious and ridiculous. I'm the best. I'm the best. You're the greatest? I'm the best. You are the best at what? I'm doing my Rose Namajunas. Your, sh- your shoulders even look bigger than mine on camera. I have to get closer. Here we go. <laughs> it's the shirt, Matt. It's the it shirt. Is. <laughs> not all the steroids I'm pumping through uh, my nads. I'm not using uh, any steroids. Me neither. <laughs> I'm using all the steroids. Good. All by my non-steroid. Put them up your ass. Feet. So it's uh, the best way to do them. Rectal mm-hmm. suppository. Suppository. Don't we have a suppository sponsor yet? We need to get one. <laughs> Coming next week. <laughs> Brought to you by Ingo. Uh, I don't what? have a... <laughs> I'm waiting. Holding. Like Hold. I, my brain can't expel. The right. It's getting hot in the basement. So we get some fucking nice weather, huh? It's getting nicer. It's, it's going to be 80 hot. tomorrow. So Holy uh, shit. I better turn the air conditioning on. Mm-hmm. Preemptive strike. I don't fuck around. I don't know about you. But it's on already. of heat. Good. It's already on. It's not running much, just a little. Yeah, we should do it. So let's get right into it. A fucking UFC 261, full crowd, Florida. 15,000 in attendance. uh, I think there was magic in the air because Jesus Christ, probably, I, I hate saying this, you know, so quickly after cards, but probably one of the best cards I've seen. In a long time. I agree. Yeah. It was exciting from start to finish. Uh, crazy stuff happened. I mean, there was weird energy. There was like crazy kind of energy. Ghosts fucking going awesome. on. I don't, I don't even know what's happening. Where do you, you want to start with this? Like, like, well, just Dana White, too. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. You don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. So fuck it. And then uh, just in the just looking at the crowd and overall, like how about Nick Diaz in attendance at the crowd and getting a huge ovation, right? I have something to say about that after we talk about the yeah. event. So that's well, let's coming. start with the main event. Kamara Usman, Jorge Masvidal. Go ahead, you can you can start us off. Well, I don't know. Like Jorge had a full fight camp to prepare prepare for this this time. Um, I felt like. I don't know. Like, I think his defense was lacking in this fight. And although he landed some shots, I think Usman had his number from the, from the first bell. I mean, he was very crafty and throwing a lot of good jabs and had Jorge laughing at him a couple of times throughout Mm -hmm. the first round. And, you know, as we all know, when the fighter's laughing, it means like, Oh, you got me, you got me. That's I'm not hurt. 
don't worry. <laughs> but uh, he slapped them. I mean, slapped them with a ridiculous right hand, landed right on the button. It was like one of those highlight reels where the sweat's flying yeah. off. And you know, what it reminded me is that UFC Undisputed 3, like how you used to get those epic KOs where like the yes. mouthpiece would go flying. It's like, holy fuck, I didn't. <laughs> like the amount of sweat that was on him like some people captured pictures of that mm-hmm. punch and then how he went down and you know when i was looking at that first round closer than i thought it would be but i think the big problem was that and jorge said to himself he didn't respect usman's power so i think that's why he was playing around with like how his stance was and i don't know if he was going low hands to try to block the takedown but man he the front hand was down a lot it was like here instead of here and even hanging down straight down a couple times and i think that was bad he was was playing with fire because he thought well this guy hits he's got pillow hands so i could take it i can take it and fuck it was the first time he got fucking straight up ko'd i I think you know i don't unless he had one other early in his career but i think there was a tko not not a straight up like straight he was out cold man he was like, that was fucking brutal and uh i mean not unexpected for usman to win but unexpected for him to win in that fashion because you know what happened the last time he was like pussyfooting around doing yeah. foot stomps and you know fighting more scared the last time and then this time i think it's the crowd i really do i mean i think what happened is you had a lot of fighters rise to the occasion because how pumped do you get when you're fighting in front of nobody versus fighting in front of 16,000 or 15,000 fans? And you're not talking normal fans. You're talking Florida fucking crazy fans. Rabid (laughs) dogs. They're just out of control. They want blood. And uh, I think everyone just brought it to another level. It was fucking Mm -hmm. awesome. So, you know, I guess good on him. I don't want to see Masvidal go out like that because – He's in my class of like who, favorite type fighters. Masvidal is one of them for me, but mm-hmm. um, gracious in defeat. Yeah, so. and and the weird that we're interviewing people when they're knocked out again. I thought we well, weren't doing that, and now we're doing that. I think Joe is protesting that, but the UFC wants him to do it, so it's like he's it's part of his job description. And sometimes yeah. you gotta you gotta do what the man says. I hear that, but. How can you be coherent after being? I, I'm surprised he was that with it after being completely flatlined. Well, right after it happened, you know, they were, you could, he was asking his corner, like, what happened? Did, did I lose? What's going yeah. on? Completely didn't even know where he was. And it took him a good three, four minutes to come to, you know. So I agree. I think it's a bad time to, it's just not, I mean, guys aren't all with it. And you're expecting them in this moment to kind of be alert and, yeah. Because some people run away. (laughs) Forrest Griffin, he just run. (laughs) And other people, same thing. Uh, BJ Penn, when he won, got out of the cage and ran away. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't know what you're going to get. Licking blood, you know, whatever. So they said, I guess, Covington's going to be next for Usman, which, you know, whatever. Okay, I guess. I don't know. Because he's almost at that point, too, where he kind of cleaned out the division and then – I don't want to talk about pound for pound, but he's trying to say I'm the best ever. Like again, yeah. kid, get some more title defenses, beat some more people. Cause you're you're not at this 10 years of fucking defending your title kind of status. Not but, yet. No. Nope. You know, get some more wins and then we can talk about it. So 
And then let's luckily we didn't jinx this one. I was afraid of jinxing this one. So Rose Namajunas versus Weili Zhang. Early so, stoppage, man. Uh, probably. Just kidding. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Come on. Probably. Um, wow, she set that one up. Nice, Namajunas. So she was looking low and went up high. And Weili, when she's she was doing it the whole time earlier. So Rose is hitting her with those inside leg kicks and she's doing like that kind of scoot back. So she didn't get hit with it. And she thought this one was coming low, but again, dropping the hands while we're trying to do that scoot. And then that fucking head kick just straight Dang. up dropped her. It was solid. brutal. And then, you know, followed up with some shots. Oof. I don't know what to say about that. And then, uh, would they say she was the first female in the UFC to regain her title again? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's tough. I mean, that's a tough uh, fight. And then, they again, they want to interview her right afterwards. Like, what happened? Blah, blah, blah. And I will share this picture with you real quick. Someone snapped here. But pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I like that blue purple in the background and her just kind of floating after the win. Mm -hmm. So you got anything else for that one or I don't. Nope. I'm good. And then what <laughs> about <laughs> Shevchenko versus Andrade? I mean, if, if you want to, <laughs> if, if there is, if, if there is a definition of one-sided ass kicking in the, in the dictionary, this would, this fight would qualify. It was just a railroading of epic proportions for almost two rounds. Um, I, I don't know. I wasn't. I don't think anyone beats this woman. I just don't. I, I don't see. Oh, no, and uh, fuck, one twenty-five. No, because I think she's got that. She she came out motivated and mean, and she's kind of John Jonesing people. Like, oh, you don't. I want to beat you at what you're strong at. So, you, oh, cool. You can take people down, and you want to try to beat them up on the ground. Well, I'm gonna fucking do that to you. I think it was six or seven takedowns and just pure strength advantage too. And you think Andrade is a little stockier, but Chochenko just basically manhandled her and just yeah, uh, ragdoll you kind of uh, Cormier on Dan Henderson esque, like just pick effortlessly, just dropping her. And yeah, I don't know who beats her, and they definitely should not make any more like Shevchenko Nunes fights, like. No more bullshit. Just, no. you know what? Let them just fucking wipe the mat with whoever wants to step up. I'm okay with this, you know? But she seemed real pissed the whole fight. Like, you didn't see a lot of smiling out of her. Mm -mm. So, mm. and then we'll, we'll move right along. Like, as uh, I got something... <laughs> I was gonna say, it's right behind over you. my shoulder. Like, uh, was there karma in the building for some Jesus reason? Jesus Christ, it's normal. It's pretty nasty. <laughs> so a nasty leg, checked leg kick. Not even checked, just a nasty. Oh leg no, kick. it was because he he leaned. He put all. If you watch it, I watched it in slow motion. So, you know, Hall leaned forward, and so basically, Weidman is just kicking just under the knee, but it's straight into it. In the same fucking exact thing that he did to Anderson Silva gets done to himself. But again, 
I just I want to critique the striking a little bit. Like, why are you throwing a naked leg kick? Why isn't and a lot of people do that? They're not setting it up with any strikes like to the face. So there's no distraction of like, hey, let me hit you up here, let me hit you in the body, and then go to the leg. He just throws a straight leg kick that you could totally see coming, uh, put all his weight on that front leg and just fucking chopped his leg off and goes to plant and then his foot goes that way <laughs> while he wants to go this way nasty well there's a there's a delay in reaction too you see on the on the replay where it's like he there's like a one one thousand two one thousand and then it's like pain on his face you don't it's like he doesn't quite realize what happened yet like hey man oh god what's going on over here <laughs> that's so nasty it's so bad and i don't mean to make light of that because that's uh fuck he he said I think they already put a titanium. So that happened Saturday. He had surgery Sunday. They put a titanium rod in there from, I think, the kneecap down. Yep. yep. And he said they had him walking around today. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what does that feel like? He's on in, probably on so many pain meds. And oh, fuck, the human body's so interesting because if it stays in motion, it heals faster. So it's like a weird. If you lay around a lot and, and your body like, so I have a feeling that's why they want him moving because the, the quicker it's like, it knows like, okay, I have to move. I have to heal faster. It's yeah. like some strange, you know, genetic thing, like a primal, like heal me quick. But it's just interesting to me that the same thing happened. It's like, yeah. I, and I, I don't know. Anderson what are the odds on that? Because we see, I've only seen it three times. So it's Corey Hill Anderson Silva, and then now Chris Weidman. And what are the odds that, you know, Chris is involved in two out of the three? And he, you know, the unfortunate thing is he's probably not going to come back from this. I don't, yeah, I don't, he, I, I don't know how many surgery they were saying. Uh, he's already had a ridiculous amount of surgeries like in his career. I want to say it's upwards of 20 already on top of this. And I think they were saying it's probably six months to a year before yes. you could even start fucking training again. And I he's got to be late 30s, probably 38 by now. Mm -hmm. And and it sucked because he looked like he was in phenomenal fucking shape. shape. Yep. And I was looking forward to these guys fucking going after it. And he probably should have led with, you know, something like this. I'm going to fucking, you know, that's what he should have came in with. Ingo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Might have been a little more effective. Safer too. And you're, yeah. props to Uriah Hall for not celebrating and just being playing it cool and calm. And that's tough. I mean, nobody wants to, wants to see that for his opponent. I mean, that's no. just brutal. I, I want to show the video, but I don't think I can, even though Dana White tweeted it out saying, Oh, Uriah Hall is the first fighter in UFC history to win without a single strike thrown. Like, yeah. I probably can't show that. I probably don't mm. want to show it, but it's too nasty. you know, and, and is that like, does that even like, did, did that make you squeamish seeing that? Uh, no, I didn't really initially want to watch it. And then I was, I watched it. And I was like, yeah. oh, it's not that bad. Like if the bone had popped out, I think I would have been, that would have been gross. But, but when he went to step down, like his foot just went that way. Yeah. And then like his leg is here and the foot's, it was just horrible. It was horrible. Yeah. And then even the fight before that, you have Crute versus Smith, and with the drop foot, right? Oh, I think he fucked his knee up, but yeah, he had drop foot. So Smith kicks him perfect, 
leg kick position, like under the knee or no, it was right above the knee, right in that juicy meaty part that you want to hit. And his fucking leg went gank and makes it through the first round. Cause then he got the takedown right after that, which was crazy. Like, Oh, that was smart. And if you can hold him down and unfortunately the doctor or fortunate, I don't know. I would have let the guy fight. He wanted to keep fighting. He just couldn't walk. And he said, if they would have let me out, I would have just fucking pulled guard. Like that is a tough bastard. Man. Yeah. So, fuck. Mm-hmm. but you know, five finishes one yeah. way or another, man. And relatively quick, nothing went past uh, the second round. Nope. So that's in, you got to, one of the nice thing was I didn't hear a lot of wooing. I heard a little bit, but because the fights were churning so fast, didn't give the crowd any time, like any real downtime. I think the only downtime would have been like the Shevchenko fight where she's grinding her down, but yeah. I didn't have a problem with that because she's trying to finish. So yes, it's a difference. Uh, let's go back to this, uh, Nick Diaz situation mm-hmm. before we jump sure. out of this. So Dana White confirms in the post fight scrum that indeed Nick was there to talk shop and he's looking for a fight and Dana's open to it. I know as early as I think, was it three, four months ago? He was like, mm-hmm. no, yeah. but now all of a sudden it's interesting to him again. And I think we were talking, it's kind of funny to me because we were just talking about Diaz last week, I think. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know why I thought that that would be a good thing to bring up. I just happened to find that. And then this week he's wants to fight. So I'm going to go ahead and say we can take the credit for him wanting to come back. Of course. <laughs> I'm okay with this. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm excited. I don't know who they're going to give him because he's, he's, he's like pushing high thirties. Right. So, yeah, I got, I think, I think what you do here, here's my first choice. Someone he's lost to in the past. You, you give him Robbie Lawler. Okay. Because Robbie hasn't fought in a fucking hot minute, right? He's been out for a while and kind of on the slide after Roy McDonald. So you don't want to throw Nick to the wolves right away. So give him someone that's probably been out for a while, but still there's some drama like fucking, you know, I don't know. I like it. Robbie Nick Lawler. fucking KO'd him last time. Mm-hmm. Actually, I like that a lot. That would be good. I, could, I would watch that. Fuck yeah. And then I don't know what else is going on. Like Conor McGregor is just losing it. So he's like tweeting at Usman. Oh, you're just fucking copying me now. I'll come up to 170 and whip your ass. Like, dude, what are you fucking talking about? (laughs) She ain't kicking shit from Usman. You got like, think about how fucked up you got by Nurmagomedov. And now you're going to talk shit to Usman, who's a bigger and badder motherfucker. Usman will destroy you at 170. So I don't know what what his gig is. And then Poye was asking, hey, man, if you want to go up to 170, why don't we just make our fight 170? So we would have fought at 45, 55, and 70. And McGregor's response is, no. <laughs> like, why not? That sounds fun. Let's fucking mix some shit up. Uh, I, I just don't understand that guy. But, you know, that fight is official for, I think, what is that? 264 sometime around the corner. But, yes. Oh, man. It's like a, there's a lot of action. I can't. And, you know, it's. It's nice to watch some of the fights without the crowd, but it's also nice to see the fights with the crowd because it, yeah. it's fucking motivating the fighters 100%. Yeah. 
I agree. Like, there is a different level of intensity out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we need that again. <laughs> as much as the, I don't want to hear the wooing and the, the fucking nonsense. I mean, they were pretty good for the most part. I mean, they were booing the champions, but whatever you want to do, that's fine. I'm going to say they are booing champions and they weren't racist fucks, but uh seems a little questionable. So, yes, it is what it is. Um, what else question. is going on? Very important question. Yes. Which stand-up was worse, Matt? <laughs> this one always flies around. Again, I've yet to watch that fucking special because I ben think... Ben or Brendan Shaw? I, I, I believe it's the lowest rated anything on rotten tomatoes is it on showtime yeah and they uh they remember they also because he was i don't know if he was part owner of a cbd company but there was a cbd company uh offering discounts off the cbd if you gave brendan a five-star review for his uh special no conflict of interest there and you could tell there were a bunch of bought um five-star reviews on all of his shit i don't know i gotta look this up now. man likes to be loved i guess even if it's fake love as long as it's not radar love the which one the white lion or the gold earring or whatever who's the original singer i don't know what's the name of the special <laughs> I don't know. uh i'll just look would you rotten. be my neighbor by brendan schaub could be <laughs> Should be. <sighs> My life as a Ooh, fighter. It's down to a 7% now. Wow. I think it was lower than that. They've obviously deleted some of the things. Wow, he's still getting one stars. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's all one stars. He just, I guess he just gave up on that. But hmm. hey, it is what it is. So I don't know. That's a good question. I haven't seen it, so I can't I can't answer the question because Askren's got no stand-up. So how's that? No. Moving right along. What else is going on out there? Oh, and Anthony Pettis lost his PFL debut over the weekend. Almost okay. knocked the guy out in the last round, but he lost uh two rounds to one, if not three rounds to zero. Wow. Yeah, for uh fighting at I believe he was at one fifty five again. Um Kind of surprising. I thought he was going to do uh, much better over there. You got Verdum and who else is uh, Roy McDonald. He's over there. So we'll see how these things go. I mean, there were a lot of weird fights that happened. Other quick things. Tyron Woodley cut from the UFC. Not yeah. surprising, right? Nope. Uh, what else? Oh, Ronda Rousey and Travis Brown announced pregnancy. She's been uh, pregnant since January, apparently four months now. Uh, they're having a baby. So that'll be interesting. Hmm. Future UFC champ in 2050. Uh, maybe. Eh, depends. <laughs> I don't know how the, what the mentality of that kid's going to be. Strong, weak, runaway. Strong, reckless. Mentally weak and <laughs> a train wreck emotionally. And, and be on like the cover of a boxing magazine, like talking about how she'll beat Mayweather. And mm-hmm. oh my God, what a fucking shit show that was. With remember her <laughs> shadow boxing that, that Jeff keeps coming up where she's 
Yes, I do remember that. What are you doing? She's the best boxer ever in UFC. Ever. Oh my god. You know what'd be fun? I'll throw this one out there. So if Misha Tate's coming back, why can't Ronda Rousey come back? While she's pregnant? No, no. I mean, after like let her have the kid. Or yeah, why? Yeah, fuck yeah. Fight pregnant. <laughs> Just kill the baby, Misha. Go after the baby. <laughs> like only throwing body shots. Like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, I gotta teach this bitch a lesson. I'm not uh, a do-nothing bitch, all right? Uh, I do work when I get in here. Oh fuck. That is crazy. So I think they should rematch at some point. Okay. Or you do the fucking Chris Cyborg fight that never happened that should have happened. She'll never you know, no fucking run your mouth off for years no, about that imagine. woman and then never fight her. No. Nope. Uh let's see what else. Eddie Alvarez got his DQ loss overturned. And nice. now it's a no contest. Should it should be a win. I think the other guy should have got fucking DQ'd for cheating. Yeah. Uh, Israel Adesanya is fighting Marvin Vittori at UFC 263. They actually didn't have that on their fucking website the other day. Oh. And that's on June 12th. They said they wanted it to be Robert Whitaker, but it's too short a time for Whitaker because he's still fucking quarantining. And then he's got to heal. And then to be able to fucking train and prepare for this fight, it just, like... Mm-hmm. wasn't going to work out so it's it's kind of weird because it, it was supposed to be Whitaker's fight and now it's going to be Vittori's anything else out there I have nothing else alright I'll just keep running here so it said Oscar De La Hoya I got to get a little bit of sound here try not to kill us here he's going to make a comeback oh and by the way he was hammered on that commentary for that Jake Paul versus Ben Askren because I guess he was someone posted like a six minute clip of him completely hammered on the broadcast and I guess he apologized because Frank Mir was pretty pissed off at him because he didn't have a lot of nice things to say but he De La Hoya is going to make a comeback in boxing and he looks pretty fucking sharp for a 47 year old I guess, man. I'm not buying it, but okay. Who's he going to fight? Uh, Top-level competition. That's <laughs> what he said. He's going to get knocked the fuck out if he does that, though. I don't I know. I, I don't want to... <clears throat> we saw the Mike Tyson experiment, right? Yes. I don't want to see 50-year-old guys fight anymore. I saw it once. I don't want to see it again. I'm yeah, just saying I'm this guy you. looks sharp. <sighs> or he's 48. Take like that. that. Brick not hit back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yes. Uh, do you want to see what's going down in Russia? There's some shit going down in Russia. I'll sure. show you. Uh, there's no volume on this one. But oh, re- reminiscent of the X arm, right? <laughs> like, apparently, you just hold this fucking thing and just beat the fuck out of each other. I, I don't. I don't understand. But, you know, you want to lose brain cells, you drink vodka and punch somebody repeatedly. So that's the one thing that's going down in Russia. And then uh, let's see what this other thing is. Oh, this is pretty loud. Hang on. So apparently this is how Russian kids play hockey. Just fucking full on line brawls. 
<laughs> what the hell? Oh, dang. He got leveled. And uh, two on one, whatever. Uh, you know, fighting should just be one on one. I agree. And if you're going to be third man in, don't be throwing punches on the guy. I'm okay with bear hugging and just separating, but fuck, man. These guys are. And if I'm the ref, I'm throwing these little fucks over the glass. Like, <laughs> you're done. Over the glass. <laughs> over the line. Yeah. Look how little they are. They got the whole line in. Okay. <laughs> So the next line comes out, and uh, hey, fuck you, buddy. I'm at enough now. We're throwing. They're not even dropping gloves or helmets. Like it's just a face fuck. You know, everyone's going. <laughs> Crowd's going ape shit. The refs don't really care. It's like, come on, you little shits. Yeah, fuck oh, yeah. Man. This is Russia. We need this in America, goddamn. I don't it. think kids should be allowed to fight at this. Oh, age. they should be. Everyone should be comfy fighting, Ningo. There should be no rules. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. We need this pretty, shit here. Pretty amazing. I, I have to say the Russians, they know what's up. They know how to do fighting. It's somewhat mm -hmm. a little uh, unorthodox in their methods, depending upon what, how the sport's looking. Yes. And let's do some tweet of the week. There's like five of them. There's a lot of shit going down. So let's start with Mac Malley sharing this one. So Anderson Silva somewhere right now, like <laughs> <Why not? laughs> <I> love <it. laughs> Kenny Powers. You haven't seen him in fucking forever. Yes. Let's see what this next one. Oh, this comes from Derek Lewis. See, Anderson Silva fault. So he's got to say, "Okay, I get it." And uh, the people are not very nice with. How they're going about disrespecting fighters like Joe Rogan out here interviewing <laughs> fighters after a knockout again. <laughs> what the heck? That's terrible. Apparently. Oh, man. Hey. And then this guy was saying, let's see. Uh, it's an early stoppage, uh, Ingo. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. <laughs> People are mad. The last one is brutal, but you know it is what it is. Here we go. It's another reason why MMA fans should be banned from using Photoshop. Oh man, that's just it's it's pretty nasty though. Yeah, would that would have been awesome if they would have done it like this? Like, <laughs> fucking, they both leg about? kick each other and break their fucking legs. Anyway, move right along. Let's do some ass and nuts. This first one is from uh, Middle Easy posed a question, and I'll, I'll pose it to you, and we'll I'll show you the results of the poll. So it's a poll asking, it says, Big Mo John McCarthy as a part of the Bellator broadcast team is, and you have four choices, terrible and annoying, bad but not the worst, fine, I guess, and actively great. Where do you uh, fall on that scale? Terrible but annoying. Yeah, I'm with you. And that's actually the most popular answer. Uh -huh. So he is a 32% terrible and annoying, 29.9% bad but not the worst, 28.1% fine, I guess, and only 10% actively great, which is much higher than I thought. I would have said that's probably 5%. Yeah. I don't know who, like, if that's you, you should probably kill yourself because I don't know. 
You have a lot of tabs open. <laughs> I, I'm doing work over here, Ingo, and I need to update my Google Chrome browser. You beat me to it. I was about to say that. Yes. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse. And then uh, Bodie Heyman asked this question last week. I missed that. It said, did Tommy Toehold actually turn into Dana White or did Dana White turn into Tommy Toehold? And he's got a picture here that I will share with you. It's no bullshit. Wow. It looks like Tommy Toehold. It does. Dana's got some huge arms. Yeah, he's been on the Lorenzo plan of late. I think on all the HGH or whatever the fuck. And follow up from Bodie is Paul a douche versus Cormier. What's the result? Because those two were fucking going Jake Paul. Well, I thought Cormier said he was only going to go with MMA. He would never box him. Yeah, and that's a, that's a smart move. And I think that's a that's a one sided destruction. It would oh, be it would be worse please. than when Dan Henderson was ragdolled by Cormier. Cormier it'll, said he'll cut the two hundred five for that one too. Oh geez, <laughs> I don't need the money. I don't need a payday. But I can deliver an ass whooping. <laughs> you want to get? You want to catch these hands? Come get them. Uh huh. Jake Paul would never take that fight. He's not stupid. No, he's and he's smart. And I think Dana kind of gave him some credit at the post-fight press conference. He's like, "Hey, the guy's making money. He's fighting people that don't know how to fight and getting paid millions of dollars for it. So good on him, right?" Well, Man. Ben Askren supposedly made a million bucks on that fight too. So yeah, wouldn't surprise me. I think what is it? Half a million the show, or at least disclosed pay, and then probably a cut of the pay per view. Mm -hmm. Then I read something that the company that put together that fight was suing a bunch of people for hundreds of millions of dollars. Legal for, streaming. Yeah. Like, good luck with that. I don't think those ever come to fruition, but mm -hmm. you know, of course. Well, you you also price yourself out of the market at forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. That was twenty bucks. I would have paid for it. I'm just saying. Moving right along. Rodrigo Machado closes out. It's time. Pound sign. Let's roll. Pound sign. Matt Rape Train. Pound sign. Ingo Sugar Daddy. Would see. you rather have your debt forgiven or have guaranteed good health for a decade? Good health. Ooh, just for a decade? Yeah, well, now I would say yes. Okay. Fair enough. I don't have, well, a, I don't have a ton of debt. I may have some student loan debt, but otherwise there's no really no debt. I mean, wait a second, though. Does that include uh, monies owed to said ex-wives? In that case, I will, take, debt, I, right? I, will, I will take the debt. That's yeah. good, You're talking about, okay. So, yeah, yeah. I'll, take, I will take that. I'll take the debt. Thank you. I'll agree with that. I'll take that. You know, it would be nice because that's mortgage and car loans and student loans, like school for your kids and all that bullshit. So I'll take that. Would you rather live the rest of your life as a monk or followed continuously by the paparazzi? I'll take the paparazzi. Yeah, I think so. Monk would be good for maybe a weekend. Um, I don't, I don't, I can't have that much quiet all the time. And you could fuck around with paparazzi. Like, hey, I'm going to be banging some chicks over here on 4th Street. If you guys want to catch a glimpse, I'm just saying. Mm hmm. Doing blow on the corners, yes. I'd probably be into some shit if paparazzi's following me. I would agree. Would you rather be given a lifetime supply of delicious food or books? I don't know, delicious books might be pretty enjoyable. Uh, it's given that I eat way more than I read, like even <laughs> though I read a lot, I will take the food. Thank you. Fuck yeah, 
Delicious food, 100%. I don't read anymore. I just, I, well, books. How's that? I don't read books. It's mm-hmm. a lot of work. I, I would you? To. No choice. Yeah. Would you rather be able to breathe underwater or fly through the air? Fly through the air, duh. Yeah, I want to get places, right? Yeah. When do I, I ever go underwater? Work. Like, rarely. I want to fly people in the air and then just drop them and hopefully catch them. <laughs> or not <laughs> like that will smith movie uh yeah superhero what the hell uh uh hancock 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 he, does, he drops a couple guys that was a good movie actually i like that movie that's sneaky good was that charlie's theory theron and the yeah. guy uh the one famous actor guy that was jason bateman movie. yeah it was a good flick i liked it fuck Mary kill celebrity edition number 135 maxim hot 100 number nine you got uh, Gigi Hadid, Taylor Hill, and Adriana Lima. So preface this, I believe the first two ladies are like 25, 26, and then the last one is 30, late 30s. But it's hard to find. I don't know what ages they are in the pictures. Okay. So I throw that out there before we start. I just know the first two are super young. And let's share this. So here's uh, Gigi Hadid. Okay, she looks 12. And right. Nice though. Nice. Mm-hmm. Taylor Hill. Hmm. Also 12. <laughs> and yeah. Adriana now Lima. Talking, now we're talking. That's a Mary right there. Yep. I, I can't. I, I I just can't. I, yeah, I, I think I gotta just kill the others and just marry I, the last one. It's like much risk. they're like those are like children to me. I can't do it. Yeah, it's about the same age as my daughter. You know, it's Ugh. Ugh. don't even want to think about that. I can knowledge. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I haven't done much of anything except work my ass off. So it's like, what's my knowledge? I, I don't know. I can't. I don't. Sorry. No, I don't got nothing. It's all right. Here's one for you. So it's not a good idea to run to a baseball field. This is at a Chicago White Sox game where a fan runs onto the field and you get two views of what happens. So normally, you know, you get the shake and bake. So we'll start with a little shake and bake. So you guys make a break for it, and that guy comes after him. <laughs> Doesn't quite make it. Then he goes up into the stands, and then you can see there's like a security guy coming, but you can't quite see what's going to go down. Okay. And then you get the alternate angle. <laughs> it's all about the alternate angle. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's fucking loud. Oh, oh he just gets fucking racked. I want to see that again. You see that guy coming? Oh, he gets a fucking spinal into the fucking cement there. Oof. So it's probably not a good idea to go into the fucking why do they have to destroy the guys why can't you just be because like they a... have to get taught a lesson and go oh, okay it's like the football players when they fucking someone runs onto a f- that's taking your life in your own hands and has that happened in the mma i think one person did jump into the ring once and i don't remember what happened to him but i just taking your life in your own hands at that point right wasn't a guy who parachuted into a holy field fight or something tyson holy field yeah yeah 
Yeah. He had that uh the parachute with the fucking fan on the back. Yeah. And like one of the team's corners had like all their walkie-talkies and they're just beating the ever-living fuck out of the guy. I don't think he died, but I don't think anybody would have cared had the guy <laughs> got killed. Like, man, you just fucked up like a pay-per-view, a huge boxing event may have made mike tyson angry enough to bite someone's ear off it wasn't that fight but mm -hmm. i hear what you're screaming and that's it we shut down all right that has been this week's edition of mma nuts my name is ingo weigel matt grivet thanks for plans